0: Hello and welcome to Unplanned and Improvising. Hello, welcome to the episode one of this podcast. I'm uh, excited to uh, be sharing some of my views today a bit nervous is my first time well it's not my first time doing podcasts I have done a podcast before but um, this one's going to be a lot different this one is coming straight from my passions and straight from the heart of what I uh, firmly believe in Uh, I'm a little bit nervous to share some of the information I'm going to share to you today but I think it's important that uh, you understand some of my viewpoints and to do that i need to uh share with you a few things about myself and this is in a hope that uh some people will relate to it there are people in the world who have gone through struggles i think this is even more evident with uh the last 18 months or so with going through a pandemic which i'm sure is not rough. Or is not easy uh for anyone to get through at all and of course this podcast is uh for us to talk about um careers and development and experience um talking to people who are in that role, and we will for sure um but a little bit about me first, so you can understand where i'm coming from uh, from from a young age it's been apparent to me that I've kind of been in between different kind of worlds and cultures it's been a uh, interesting um, growing up and I know a few people who are in that kind of limbo where they are in between um, different cultures different people and maybe sometimes even different friend groups and they kind of like drift in between different ones um, for me that was that was quite the reality I was born in a mixed family, to two different cultures, two very different cultures. It's quite uh, rare as well. A, my um, my mom's from Trinidad and my dad's from Bangladesh. Um, there, between the two cultures, there's a lot of differences and stuff like the way we're living, the ideal family values, quote unquote, even traditions and even religion. I grew up in a Islamic household and I have been Muslim my whole life but uh, it's been interesting as well because a lot of my family aren't Muslim but I kind of count myself lucky in that regards because it just gave me the opportunity to, to be with and talk with so many different people and connect with them on a much deeper level it is um interesting when i uh tell my tell my friends as well or when i meet someone new this is like a it's a great icebreaker because they're like oh your name is james but you don't look like a james and nice it's all of that it's all of that i think the funniest thing that anyone said to me is uh i met i met someone new and their dad tried to talk to me in bengali and um my friend's like oh he's 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 not exactly bongoli um this he just, he just, he just <laughs> let's just say he's complicated <laughs> complicated that's uh yeah That's the i think that's the best thing anyone said about me <laughs> but it's great it's it's a new perspective it's a new uniqueness to the world and i'm glad i can kind of bring that it's always good to be unique uh, I was also born between generations, whereby my brother and sister are 15 years older than me and my niece and nephews are 10 years younger than me. So I kind of fall in the middle. I'm not exactly here, I'm not exactly there, I'm in the middle. And in that, it's hard to find people that um relate exactly to me. In fact, I don't really know many people that relate to me but that's okay because it, growing up in that way it's allowed me to drift in between the different perspectives of each pe- person each group of people it's a great skill to to learn and uh I feel very fortunate that I could be in that kind of way it did sh- it did show me um a new kind of side to me that I, uh, or it shows it shows me that I could adapt to whoever I was talking to. It's great for communication, especially when you start work, whereby um, people are all different. You have younger people, you have your seniors, you have directors, you have your juniors when you get to that position. It's always a good idea to know how to talk to each group of people because why not I think when I started working it was difficult to be it wasn't so much difficult but it's a lot different talking to people in terms of when you're at school everyone's basically the same age so you um, generally speaking you sort of get each other a lot better than you would at, um, at a work just because well, it's like if you're in college and everyone's in year 12 or, or first year, or second year of college, and everyone's pretty much the same and you'll have the occasional per- person that may be uh, who's like a year older. It's quite funny, actually, when we say a year older, all of a sudden, when we're younger, it's like so different. But when you when you start working, it just, you just uh, doesn't doesn't make a difference anymore. One year older, one year younger... No one really knows, but that's great. It's good to uh, good to uh, talk to different people. By the time I was um, eleven, that is when I got the biggest lessons of my life in terms of leadership. My first niece was born on. December first, and then two months later, my dad unfortunately passed away. It was a very volatile. I, I don't want. I want to say volatile. But that's no right word. It's more like uns, uncertain, chaotic. Part of my life, it was. There was a lot to learn. There was a lot of things going on. A lot of a lot of um, emotions. All in the short space of time. My dad was uh, ill for a few years. I can't remember what it was exactly, but and who wasn't well. At the age of fifty-two, passed away peacefully in his sleep. It's at that age where my first lessons of leadership were bestowed upon me. And I say bestowed because I believe. That everything comes from, comes from Allah, comes from God. And so when we come through challenges and experiences, trials and tests is from God for a purpose. And this is the first true test that I can remember anyway. In my young age. And it's at this age where my first lessons of leadership began. I learned two things over this period of time. One of them was the importance of a father figure. Much, uh, not too much later. Um, it's, that's when I realized how important it is to have a dad, to have a person, an advocate, someone there, and I guess when you're young, you just take that for granted, but it means a lot, even now, there are certain things where I genuinely miss that kind of connection, but ultimately, that from going through this, it has inspired me that um I need to also be that kind of figure. It has kind of led me to to the passions. Of that kind of figure. The second thing I learned was the responsibilities of looking after a child. Although I was, you know, at 10 or 11 at the time, of course I wasn't the one looking after the child, changing nappies and all that. No, <laughs> it wasn't that kind of thing. But I learnt from my surroundings, from the way when my niece was born, the things that we did, or the things that my my mum did and my sister and everybody they, well, took care of a, a small infant, essentially. And as an eleven year old, well, you don't really understand. <laughs> you don't really understand that. So this was a this was a good lesson in. Well, raising children. It was, of course, in the later years I've uh, become quite um, skilled at that. In times, um, I never really, I never really thought of what I was doing as actually taking care of a, a little, you know, small human being. Once they, um, you know, grow up. You teach him words, and you play with them, and you uh, teach him how to talk and walk and crawl, and all of all of the, I guess, things that you would like an infant to know, something like that. I never really saw it as a, as a me taking care of somebody else, building someone up. It was only later on when I could articulate that kind of thing, where it. Started all making sense. And now that I'm here, I realize how fortunate I was to have such experiences. Sometimes, at the time, it is difficult and there's a lot of emotions running around, and it's a challenging time, but I believe that you learn something through it all. Whether you're trying to or not, you will. Learn something, something that will develop you and shape you. Mold the, the mould the way you live your life. The views you have, the people that you want to be around. It is turning out to be a very depressing episode, but bear with me. It's just just for now. <laughs> it's there's a lot of you learn from raising an infant as well you start to develop uh patterns it teaches you uh human behavior the base to size differences between uh each kids and personalities if you hang around children enough you'll teach you a lot about people we have today just how we are all different how we know learn things differently how we understand the world how we even interact with each other watching the kids interact between each other was a great experience to have you learn a lot about people and well what are we we're basically more rational sound um infants our base desires are the same we talk the same but the difference is we can articulate it better. We can have self-control, self, um, self-reliance. self We're not needy. We know what we want. <laughs> a lot of the times we don't fall into a tantrum. It's true. You learn a lot from being around children. And I feel fortunate to have had such experiences. I'll tell you this because... Within me, this led to something. And it was hard to put it into words back then. But looking back, it led to something which really baffles me to this day. And that is, it led to the fascination with leadership. Almost an obsession with leadership. Even when I was younger, my aspirations was... Um, the people, uh, the main, the main characters in TV shows I used to watch. I took, uh, an extreme liking to two particular characters and decided to apply them to the modern day world. One of them being Aragon from Lord of the Rings and Naruto from Naruto. Naruto, nar or Naruto, I I can't remember how to pronounce it. But I started seeing certain traits which seem to seem to really inspire me almost. And then, of course, later on, there would be others, um, other films, other movies. But there's one thing I really wanted to know from them. I wanted to know why. Why they did what they did. Why did they think the way to think? And how did they decide to follow such a journey and follow and um, walk the path that they decided to walk? And lastly, what made them great? Aragon was a great leader from from beginning to end even though he wasn't recognized for half the film he was a great leader naruto he was um in the anime he was a kid who was lonely growing up and had the aspiration to be hokage which is the basically the leader or chief of the village and then through self-determination he became chief of the village. Same way that Aragorn in Lord of the Rings uh towards the end became king of um some some nation. I can't remember what. And as I got older I started researching more and more into it. I started researching what is it that these leaders have. And I started looking into the real world, the real leaders that we have today, the Martin Luther Kings, the Nelson Mandela's, the Steve Jobs, the Bill Gates, the Richard Branson's of the world. The people who really step up when no one else wants to or willing to, the people who inspire others to walk their path and turn towards greatness. In this quest of uh, of knowledge, I came across Simon Sinek, who to this day is a huge inspiration for a lot of the work I do. Simon Sinek. He made a book a few years ago called Start With Why. And in the book, he goes over the principle of how to find your why. Which is your purpose. He came up with the principle of the golden circle. And he explains why some leaders inspire where others aren't. And why some people are re- are seen as great leaders. Just because they do one thing where others don't. And that one thing is to start with why. You see, there are three things in communication. When we're communicating a goal or an idea or a purpose, and every organization on the planet does this, and those three things are the why, the how, and the what. Why being why they do what they do, how being how they do it, and the what is what they do. And according to Simon Sinek, if you ask most people, most people will know what they do. Some will know how they do it. But few know why they do it. And most organizations on the planet start with what? And then request to the why. However, for great inspiration, for great change, great innovation, companies that start with why are more inspiring. For example, Apple, their marketing campaign is so much different than most organizations where they will tell you why they do what they do and then they progress to how they're going to do it and then they say what they're going to do. And I find this interesting because it doesn't just uh it doesn't just um you know target the logical side of things or what they're gonna do and how their products are great and how everything works, even though we know that their products are amazing, but what they do is they start with their journey and they start with what they believe in and it speaks to the people who believe in what they believe as well it's interestingly how it's um how it works so well it doesn't just necessarily um talk to the brain of their consumers the brain what we think our logic it talks to behavior it drives reason it drives drives belief almost in the bigger picture that they have and I found this interesting especially the way that Simon Sinek breaks it down into finding your purpose and essentially that's what your why is your why is the purpose it is the thing that gets you out of bed each morning and it's made up of your core values and beliefs and the origin of this is through your backstory. It's amazing because we, we are basically the main characters in our own little stories. Our own stories, our own lives. And our backstories, like in, in the films and like in animes. It is the reason why we do certain things. It's the reason why we believe certain things. Is almost the compass showing you the way. Making sure that you make the right decisions. When you follow your... Uh, I don't want to I don't want to get too corny but your dreams and your passions and in my humble opinion who doesn't like a leader who is driven motivated and knows where he's going it's um finding your why is the thing that uh almost becomes the center of your decision making process whenever you need to make um judgment calls essentially it's um for me, anyways, I've um decided to go and follow Simon Sinek's advice, and I've gone through, and have decided to um find my why, <laughs> and I um I guess from personal experience, I could say that it gives me an extra, it gives me an extra extra oomph in the morning to. To get out of bed, and there's certain things that are. We were all human. We all get tired, and when I'm tired and exhausted, it's the reason why that really pushes me to try hard, do my hardest, do my best. It's the thing that will really, really get me out in the morning after maybe having a late night. I don't have many late nights now, but. Sometimes once in a while, I would that's the thing that gets me up in the morning. That's the thing that that's my compass, and as um we're embarking on something new in this podcast, I found it fitting to uh make this the first episode to start with why and on that note i um I thank you all for listening and i and I wanna take time to um to thank some of my friends and family who have been there and supporting me um a lot of people have I've been speaking about it to a lot of people and i've I think I've been rambling on a little bit about the podcast for a little while, and I'm grateful that uh one they put up with my rambling <laughs> and two they've supported me throughout um thank you to the guys who've uh, helped me with creating the cover for the podcast and um a few of the people who have been my inspirations for um the longest time and I um for confidentiality I'm not gonna mention a lot a lot of names but uh they know who they are and they've been my inspiration for a long, long time and um I um I don't think they even know that they're my inspiration but I appreciate their support. And I can't thank them enough for what they've done for me out of the goodness of their own hearts. If you have any questions, um that you'd like me to answer and if you have any topics that you want to talk about, let me know. You can email me at uipodcast at outlook dot com. That's uipodcast at outlook dot com and we can uh discuss and possibly even uh make some episodes on it you've been great and uh take care and i wish you all the best